0: Hey, we're BlenderStyle. On this episode, we're going to polarize the world. Today, we're going to talk about Pantera, vulgar display of power, released in 1992 at Co Records. Cheers, guys.
1: Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Why are we going to polarize the world? I don't get it.
0: So, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar, uh, but Pantera, they were like one of the forefront of like the groove metal scene back in the mm. early
1: 90s. Uh, have you guys heard of them? I think I recall hearing them in the 90s, yes. Really? So have you ever seen them live? I have seen them live, actually. Really? This
0: is our comparison for every single album we do, it seems like. We're always bringing Pantera into the conversation. The band, yeah, Pantera, we bring yeah. up Pantera um, a lot. And so I figured, you know what? It's time that we put our mouths where our money is. And let's see what, what we actually really think of at least this album for the, Pantera.
1: The first time I heard Pantera, I was already into like Metallica and Slayer. Because my brother was into both of those bands. But they started in like the 80s. Technically, Pantera did too. Mm-hmm. But they kind of like disregard their 80s power metal albums or heavy metal albums or glam metal. I guess it's glam metal. And then they kind of officially, air quotes, start at uh, Cowboys from Hell, which I think came out in '90, yeah,
0: 1990.
1: And then this came out in 92. So the Pantera is a newer band from those. But I was hanging out with uh, Will Hudson. Mm-hmm. I think we had a class together in high school. And uh, I was telling him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like Metallica and Slayer. And he's like, oh, you got to check out Pantera. So I went to, uh, the music store in Bakersfield, uh, what was that? Blockbuster, blockbuster on Ming Avenue, music. Across, the music store blockbuster across the street from, uh, yeah, no, back in the day they had a blockbuster music. Yeah, that's true. Before really? the video it might've been Sam Goody. Now I'm thinking about no, it. In that's the what mall. I was after. Oh yeah. Maybe, um, but it wasn't FYE, which it was, and now it's closed completely. Yeah. But across the street from the Taco Bell, which I think has been a Taco Bell or the whole the, time. What was it, Copeland Sport back in the day? Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm flipping through the P's. P-P-P-P. And uh, there it is. Someone getting fucking punched in the face. I was which like, didn't actually happen. And uh, really? Really. Looks like he's getting fucking sucked. It does. Sucked. Yeah. Supposedly
0: the-, the story is they didn't actually punch the guy. Um, well,
1: that's disappointing. Yeah.
0: Made me hate this record.
1: And then uh, I went and listened to it at home. And first song uh, what is it "Mouth for War." I'm surprised I have to look. You got
2: about
0: four seconds into it, ejected it, get no, it out of your power. So I, got, I
2: have a question already. It, it was, was already super impressive. What? So did the album cover? Because this is like a memorable album cover. Mm-hmm. Did it hold up to the music? Like what yes. was more brutal, the album cover? Mm-hmm. Are those first initial riffs off this? You year. know
1: what it is? It's several things. So the guy getting punched in the face, like, really was startling. I'm like, holy shit! I've Violence. never seen seen anything like this. And you turn it around and like it's the band in purple and like Phil's like kind of like le- like kind of mocking you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then you open it up and then he's on stage and he's like got his shirt off and he's like buff. And I'm like Metal guys don't look like this
2: Where's his hair And then you play of <laughs> War and New
1: Level And walk and the rest of them And you're just like fuck dude This had like a toughness that I had never heard before
2: This was
0: heavier than anything You were ever going to hear when fucking The first blew time my socks heard this off.
2: I feel like any teenage boy for the first year That he hits puberty He needs to listen to only Pantera Just <laughs> only Pantera And, and That's what I be, did
0: He will be set for life So I think you called me the very next morning and you're like, you got to listen to this. And I went up to your house and we listened to it. Um, and yeah, at the time we were into, we were listening to like, you know, green day and offspring and Aerosmith totally suicidal tendencies and things like that. But nothing, nothing came close to this heavy. I I think we had some, you had some Slayer stuff we were listening to. Yeah. And
1: Slayer's like heavy in a different way. Yeah. It's like evil and fast. It's clean heavy. Yeah. This was like tough and brutal. Uh,
0: And all through high school and early 20s, there was never going to be anything heavier than this. I mean, this was amazing.
1: I got into, uh, like, death metal shortly after this, Mm -hmm. like, Cannibal Corpse and Deicide and Morbid Angel, stuff like that. And uh, Pantera was still kind of heavier than... Oh, for sure. I remember when you got into into death metal and stuff,
0: and you would tell me, Oh, you gotta listen to this, you gotta listen to this, and I'd listen to it, and I'd be like, Oh, it's not even that heavy. Pantera's heavy. like chunkier yeah yeah, ch- yeah that's it what it definitely was. has
2: to do with production and quality oh, sure. of recording and stuff because like you'd mentioned like morbid angel slayer stuff like that like dude vulgar display is like one of the best sounding records you know what i mean like it's recorded well it's so, i mean there's a couple things that i would tweak you know later on but Great sounding record, man. After Casey picked
1: it, I we went and of course it sounded heavy. We went to have dinner together and I put it in immediately, like turned the volume up in my car, and it's fucking crushes, dude. Still it sounds so good. The guitar tone. Well, the cool thing about this too is that
0: like Nathan had to touch on, the mix on this is good to the point where you could listen to this on a shitty system. It sounds just as good as if you listened to it on a on a really good kind of common
1: from the 90s from good sounding uh, i was about oh, to yeah.
2: say like <clears throat> i mean we were probably all listening to this on a boombox or an iowa fucking three disc changer i literally I had mean. one of those yeah. I, I was listening to it on a
0: fisher stereo from 1960 something with <laughs> two no with four three-way 12-inch kenwood speakers that we found in the trash and refurbished Jeez, it was loud as shit oh, in your dude, house it was so loud So this is the third album with phil only three tracks on this were demoed before they went to the studio to record all the rest of these were written in the studio that's which makes it even crazier because it just goes to show how tight these guys were as like a brotherhood of, of like musicians it's crazy you don't see that very often anymore
1: this is one of those few bands that just like everyone's like really participating and bringing something to the table I always talk shit about Rex, but going back and listening to it, there's some thick bass on this.
2: He's playing exactly what Dime is playing, you know what I mean? He's not following the drums. The drums are following the guitar, and the bass is following the guitar. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Vinny, everyone always you know either says they don't like his drumming, or it's awkward and weird. And I agree completely. It's totally mm-hmm. awkward and weird. Yeah, as a drummer, like same it's 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 pretty awkward you it's know weird I mean? yeah it's because he's following the guitar and yeah. so
1: is rex it's like a guitar. it's a very guitar centric band but not like iron maiden guitar
2: no dude there's no frill we're not fencing here we're bare knuckle fucking boxing you know oh, what i mean
1: fucking a <laughs> bro and like fucking hostile yeah
2: <laughs> like i love that you Okay, so my first time ever seeing Pantera was definitely probably on MTV and it was either Walk or uh This Love. This Love or something. And then I have to admit, I got really into like punk rock and like, mm-hmm. you know, thrash metal and stuff like that and it took me a minute to get back to Pantera. And um I remember being hungover and a friend putting in Far Beyond Driven in a fucking vw beat up bug <laughs> dude and it sounded amazing yeah and i I must have been like i don't know like 19 20 could not old enough to drink but he was and i went back and fell completely in love with pantera man in my 19 when i was 19 20 years old and like, I needed Pantera when that came out, you know, when, it, when you I like, finally oh, went back to this. You're you like, where were you my earlier years? Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: we've been here the whole time waiting for you, Nate. So, well, Vul- I was
2: a little younger and it kind of yeah. got, I got like the, it was a little late for me, you know what I mean? And uh, so glad I found this and this record, it's a great record.
1: Vulgar was my first one. And then after getting into this, I fell in love with this band and then I went and just bought everything I could find from him. I did not. I don't love uh, Cowboys from Hell. It's, Neither do I. It's definitely like more 80s sounding. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. That's
0: my next pick. That's
1: but you cool. like Cowboys a lot, right? Yeah, I, I, I have to say Cowboys. I prefer
0: Cowboys
2: over Far Beyond. Is that your number one? No. I uh,
0: Number one is probably a mix up between um, Far Beyond and uh, Trend Kill. Oh, and dude. I hated
2: Trend Kill when it came out.
1: I didn't like Far Beyond or Trend Kill when they first came out, but they grew, both grew <sighs> yeah. on me
2: a lot. Um, so for me, I I love that they got they kind of started to lose that '80s hair metal. So like Cowboys from Hell is them starting to lose it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely still '80s. Yeah, vulgar display. There's some '80s and, and some of the '80s sound that comes off comes off kind of like kind of cheesy. And then like Far Beyond Driven is just like like uh, just sock to the face. You know what I mean? And I feel like Pantera. They were evolving. They were evolving into this just mad machine. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I got into, I mean, we're talking about vulgar display, guys. Yeah. But we're talking about Pantera. I'm sorry. We're going to get well, off yeah, a little yeah, subject here. You this know is, what I mean? This isn't like, going to be a legit. Uh, we're going to start talking about Pantera. So, uh, <laughs> but I thought as their career went on, so did they deteriorated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was still such a, such a sucker punch, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know
0: that the world was necessarily ready. I think it needed vulgar display of power. I don't know if it was ready for vulgar display of power when it came out, um, but it for sure changed like the whole trajectory of heavy music at the time.
1: Oh, for sure. You wouldn't have like deathcore, no, if it weren't for Pantera. Pantera brought like that macho element. You wouldn't have
0: Hatebreed.
1: Well, but but totally. not only that. Dude, like Pantera the- made it
0: cool for a metal, like a heavy metal band, to have guitar solos
1: in their stuff. Well, you had. There was plenty of guitar solos, oh, too yeah, many. but not in heavy metal. Eh, like in Iron Maiden, they're Metallica. They all I had guitars. I, I'm
0: saying heavy, like crunchy heavy metal, like like Pantera. So like, you're thinking who like, sounds like Pantera? Well, exactly my point. Nobody does, okay. but I'm saying like <laughs> like Iron Maiden and stuff is more rooted and kind of even though they're they're considered heavy metal, they're they're more rooted in like the hair metal kind of thing. Mm. They have the higher register vocals. They have the the flashier kind of stuff going on.
1: You're um, thinking like. I think what you're trying to say is like uh, there was like all these hardcore bands mm-hmm. that were like more abrasive and they didn't have solos. Exactly. And this
0: was stripped down dirty and then throwing those flashy guitar solos in there.
1: With a, a really nice, healthy dash of Texas. Oh. <laughs> There's some like, <laughs> clearly these guys were listening to like Leonard Skinnard And Kiss. Oh, yeah, they man. fucking love Kiss. Kiss is from Detroit, I think. But there's definitely like some southern like machismo to Mm -hmm. it that I fucking love.
2: Phil from New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's you you still you still get that, you know what I mean? Like
1: And I just you cannot understate how fucking crunchy the guitar sound is on this. The guitar playing on this is some still some it holds up big time. New- so
2: if I'm having a bad day and I'm down on myself or down on humanity, vulgar display is the album that I'm going to put on. It's a go-to it's for pretty me. Pretty uplifting. Uh, make pride universal so nobody gives in. Like the message on a lot of these was was so really good, awesome. Honestly, but if I'm in a pissed off mood and in a very angry or depressed mood, I'll pick some later. But Pantera, right? But. Vulgar display is my my happy place. My like where I need to get shit done. Pick my boots up and get going. A new level, dude. Yeah, and and uh, I think it's. I've already said it, but I can't say it enough. Like I feel like I every man needs to listen to Pantera, dude. I agree. And (laughs) it's it makes being a man okay, and I love that shit, dude. I'm sorry. So I have a, kind of a, a different view as far
0: as the guitar and drum work goes. Um, I feel like back in the day when we listened to this, it was beyond heavy. It was technical. But listening to it now and just like really critiquing it, it's missing so much in there. It feels like to me like, what? like <sighs> it's hard. I I know this is it's fucked up to say, but I feel Fucking like blasphemy. <laughs> I feel like. When, when we go into solos, like the guitar solos and stuff, they need a backing track. And I think that's why maybe Far Beyond and Train Kill were better for me, because mm. they started doing those overdubs and stuff to to kind of keep the pace going. I feel like this kind of falls flat in the in the sonic soundscape of things.
1: Uh, I see what I you're, saying. you're saying. Yeah. I don't disagree, but yeah. I that's one of the things I do like about Pantera. Um, Especially if you go back to, like, uh, Cowboys from Hell, Domination. He plays oh, that wicked solo. Dude, it is such a good solo. And there's no guitar track underneath. It's yeah. just bass and shit. Oh, my God. But I feel like on this one, a lot of them feel empty
0: behind it when it's going on, which kind of bugs me. Um, I also have a hard time with it because, like, I hate the fact that I never got into anything that the, the Abbott brothers did after Pantera.
1: <laughs> like but damage I got into plan. everything that Phil did afterwards. Or hell yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> oh, that's a good point because that uh they even did. I think Dimebag even had like a solo album. He did. I know he did that Rebel Meets Rebel. Thing. Rebel Meets. And uh, they all
2: kind of sound the same. They David Allen Co. And there's stuff. like yeah, there's that like, like the this... brothers did the album with David Allen Co. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. dude. But like everything,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Phil's had like. At least ten different projects and I like all of
2: them. Exactly. Yeah, man. And, and that's the where where kind of man, dude. We reviewed Down, right? Down's yeah. a great band. Uh like, Phil is just all of the illegals, Scour, uh In Minor. In Minor. Uh, dude, he's he's just a Viking crown. Christ inversion. Christ inversion. And also these are like you know bands he does with other kick-ass musicians you Well, know but he I also mean? does a lot with
0: like these up-and-coming artists too which is really cool like yeah. he doesn't
2: like he does some super good uh, stuff especially with housecore records like yeah. he releases bands that aren't like major artists you yeah know it's I mean? great um i feel like pantera gets
0: a ton of credit for the scene and stuff but at the same time i feel like they kind of especially now have kind of been glossed over and I don't know if that's an issue with... They're getting shit
1: on now, which I thought would never happen. Yeah. And who I is think...
2: shitting on Pantera, guys? The internet.
1: You, I, I Dude, remember growing... fuck
2: the internet, man. I, oh, yeah. Growing up, we would argue about
1: Metallica. Mm-hmm. We would argue about Megadeth. But there's no argument about Pantera. Everyone I knew fucking loved
2: Pantera. I couldn't find anyone that didn't like Pantera if they were into metal. Well, even people who don't like metal like Pantera. It's one of those things when people tell me that I hate Metallica. Okay, you don't like Metallica. But you respect the Metallica. I don't. You might not like Pantera, but you better respect the Pantera. Because they laid down some of the bands that you're probably listening to now. Oh, yeah. Like, there would be no Lamb of God if there was no Pantera. There would be no Slipknot without Pantera. Because that groove comes from Pantera. Simple... Well, as that, <laughs> but not only that, but just like
0: the lifestyle that they portrayed back then. I mean, nowadays it was it rock fly, star stuff, though. but it wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah. Like, I'm not really into the whole rock star shit either. I'm but not either, but I'm saying back when I was, we were what, 16? Watching the VHS. What? When the year did this come out? 92. Two, yeah. And I think we, yeah. So we were like maybe 13, 14 years old watching the vulgar videos and stuff. And that's all we just wanted to drink. Mm hmm. Like
1: and throw shit down I the throw hallway. shit down the hall, especially when Trash. Matt was so like. What's the concept? same thing with
2: us watching Jackass or CKY when we were kids? You know, yeah. what I, mean? I was sober when I was a kid. Well, but, but I was I watching wanna, shit like I that. I didn't want to do Jackass shit. I didn't want to get hurt. I just wanted to drink and have
0: fun, and that's yeah. the thing. Like I didn't. It wasn't. They didn't portray this getting hurt thing. I think the the grossest thing we saw somebody getting hurt was the ass pimple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what I mean, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Though. Like. uh it sparks like a whole way of thinking and a whole way of like how you're brought up, you know? Uh, yeah, we have a good time, but we take no shit. We don't take no shit, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love that shit, but I would have to agree with you that, uh, some of the eighties flavor that is within this kind of stifles the Mm -hmm. album for me. Uh, I love Pantera. I love everything from Pantera starting from Cowboys from hell, but, Vulgar Display, it's a 4.9. Very close to a 5.0, but there's just some parts sonically Mm -hmm. and stuff that just kind of does feel a little empty to me and dated. So 4.9, that's not bad at all. That's a horrible (laughs) rating, Nathan.
1: Uh, (laughs) This album holds up. It fucking crushes. I didn't even write fucking notes. (laughs) 5.0, 5 5 out of 5. Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power is one of the best – albums of all time in my opinion if i had to list like five albums that i think are the best of all time pantera vulgar display of power is in that list the albums that shaped my life 100 (laughs) percent changed my life like this album it saved my life dude
2: i just i just rate five pantera albums (laughs) (laughs) pantera is just an amazing band and all
1: right casey good pick what's your rating for vulgar display of power I gave it a 4.5 out of
0: five. And my only note is fuck, did I ruin this for myself? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Doesn't quite like hold up. It, if I would have rated this off memory, I would have been with Nathan, it would have been a 4.9. But then like going through and critiquing it and like all the little things that maybe didn't hold up or don't hold up as well as they used to, or or just the simple fact that the music's evolved so much since we listened to this that I listen to it now and I'm like, it's heavy, but it's not. Heavy, heavy, like I remember. Mm. Like I remember it being so brutal. Dude, it's people like the thought first...
2: the Beatles were heavy? Well, I, back, I you know, but back. So, like... but you have to understand that the heavy that is now, well, I, especially I'm aware of that. in main, like in big rock and big metal, yeah, is influenced by Pantera. Well, I and totally get that. Directly influenced by this
0: album, but I just think my taste for heavy music has evolved, just like yeah. they did in later albums, and to me. It's a great album, totally in probably my top
2: twenty and like films of all time in his career. Oh yeah, the Abbott brothers didn't like excel or do anything in Damage Plan, or yeah, I agree. You or hell I mean? yeah, or whatever. Or yeah. hell yeah, they didn't like do anything great. No, Filled it down, dude. <laughs> yeah. How much of Pantera was Phil? So a maybe big now chunk of a lot. lot. So
0: maybe now Pantera coming back. It's going to be it, dude. It's going to be great. <laughs> it
1: does. I hope they don't write new stuff. I'm, I'm good <laughs> with
2: won't. them touring. They won't. Yeah, I think that's I fun. Think I just
1: won't. I don't want new material. I think that's a slap in the face.
2: I would there agree pushing you 100%. It. And I was They blown. are pushing it. Oh, it's it. not even a tribute anymore. It's Pantera. Yeah. Like when they first started it was like a tribute to Pantera. And now it's like Pantera's no, fine. I think it's fine calling it, it Pantera. It is, but it you is. get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to slowly hopefully the that money doesn't fill in and they're like, Oh, you know, no,
1: just don't write any music.
2: You but guys. that's what I love about Phil. I don't think that he's that guy. He's everyone's smart. like, oh he's cash grab, fuck Pantera. Like you said, yeah. like people but I don't think Phil is that guy. Or Rex. I don't think these guys are really trying to yeah, cash out. I in bet on... Rex needs Oh, they I think that paycheck. they need money. They're musicians and especially the way that music is nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just brought up that Phil has come out with how many great fucking albums and from different bands? I guarantee you they're not making any money. Oh, yeah, totally not. That's fucked up. Except, Besides, down.
1: Except when they tour. You, you know?
2: Maybe. So I, I get that they got to make a
1: living. Yeah, for sure. I, so I was worried at what you said, like it wouldn't hold up. And uh, that lasted all of 10 minutes before I got in my car and pressed play. And I was just like, oh my God. Of course, yeah, no, this is amazing. Up. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? So.
0: That was uh, Pantera. Vulgar display of power. We're Blender style. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. Tell us how dumb we are for not rating this higher than it should have been. Dude, I rated it a 4.9. I'm and if you agree
1: with me on the 5, five out of 5,
0: <laughs> write that in
2: the comments. <laughs> and I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she's buying a stairway to have a...